e como mai to all my Hawaiians and Hawaiians at heart. RS here on RSB at Peace, the podcast to make you feel all right. That you aren't alone in the troubles you may be facing. So to all my people on the islands of Hawaii, the big island, Maui, where I'm at now. I'm at right now. I need coffee, as you can tell. <laughs> Let's try that again. So, so to all my people on the islands of, of Hawaii or, you know, the whole island state here, people on the big island, Maui, where I'm at right now on the west side, Lanai, Lanai, Molokai, Oahu, Kauai, and all my friends in Tahiti, Samoa, Tonga, Micronesia, the Philippines, Japan, South Korea, and everyone in that region of the world, to Europe, the Middle East, and of course, all the transplanted islanders in the states of Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, primarily Las Vegas. All you oxtail soup eating <laughs> California hotel fanatics. Uh, and my friends up in Salt Lake, Utah, the Denver, Colorado area, Colorado, and all my friends down in Arizona, by the border, Texas, Florida. Up and down the East Coast and friends in Wisconsin and Minnesota as well as cousins in Chicago. Blues, Chicago Blues. Um, also friends in Vancouver, Canada and Toronto and the Toronto area. Alright, so um, today is the 4th of February 2023. The year is rolling on, my friends. The Super Bowl is in a week. About a week from now. And yeah, about a week from now. So, and before we get into things of uh, psychology and our mental state of health, our mental state in our lives, <laughs> how come I make like that? You know, it's all the, you know, this is for all the Hawaii people. So, you know, we get people from all over the world, right? And, you know, I'm a, I'm a Filipino. And, um, you know, it's so funny. I, 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 I've been talking like this lately. Talking like this. Like an old tata. <laughs> you know, I see my friends. They make me, they make mistakes at work. And I go, how come you make like that? Why you make like that? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but let's, let's have some fun. Because we need to have fun. In, 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 in a good way. Um, and, you know, and, and Hawaiians and Hawaiians at heart. No matter where. You are living right now, whatever corner of this planet you're at. If you have Hawaii ties, okay, you are an automatic foodie, <laughs> right? Anybody that lived in Hawaii or maybe not lived in Hawaii, but you, you, you made friends with someone that moved to Chicago or something and they're like from Hawaii, you know they love food. <laughs> you know they love food and drink but um so with that said i'm going to read some emails on what hawaiians and hawaiians at heart from all over the world will be cooking up this super bowl sunday super bowl number 57 the eagles versus the chiefs and i do believe philadelphia 
is favored by like one and a half. In, um, and that was like a couple days ago. I, I think it's still at one and a half. I mean, these two teams are pretty tight, right? I know some sports books, it's like it's going to be like a pick them. So I don't know, man. It's a, it's a tight it's a tight ball game, folks, right? So anyway, um, so so that game is going to be played at the um, uh, the Arizona Cardinals home turf, uh, State Farm Stadium, State Farm Stadium, nice stadium. It's going to be a party in Arizona for the, the whole week. And anyhow, here is what some of you will be cooking for Super Bowl for the. <laughs> Try that again. Anyhow, here's what some of you will be cooking for Super Bowl 57 at your home, backyards, or in the garage. So I'm going to read some emails that some uh, local brothers and local sisters emailed me, but I can't read everyone. So, all right. So I'm just going to use first names, and I'm not going to talk about the, like the city, exact town where they're at, but just the island. So this is from... A Jared, Jared from Oahu, says, Brother Ron, I'm a lousy cook, but my uncle guys will be doing the cooking. My job is to go shop Costco for the food the day before, and we be prepping all night Saturday. Karaoke, you know that. My uncle guys get taco, kalua pig, pipi kaula, go and get one jet burner, in the backyard for some Chinese stir fries. We gonna grind. Um, so what he's trying to say here, folks, he's gonna have a lot of good food, <laughs> but he's gonna get like this this really powerful propane burner, a big one, and and it's like a he calls it a jet burner. Basically, that's that's what it is. Like it's a jet burner. It's like really intense, like a gazillion BTUs, right? And you put a big wok on that thing, and it just it you can stir fry, you can stir fry meals in like less than a minute. So, brother Jared, if you're listening to the response, it's eloquent, it's poetry in motion. I can see it now. You guys in the backyard, right, with your uncles doing the cooking, and you gotta tell you folks, you never been to Hawaii before. A lot of the men are like the best cooks. Like for big parties, seriously, because you know, man, you know, they go hunting, diving, and they're not afraid to get like, get dirty. Because you know, when you clean fish or you you kill a pig, right, or butcher a cow, you know, it's it's not all roses and strawberries and rainbows and unicorns. It's like it's it's, it's dirty work, man. And there's some women out there, too, that can really handle an, a butcher knife. You don't want to mess with those sisters. They kill you. You know, I mean it. These, these local wahinis, local ladies, wahinis, ladies, you mess with them, they kill you. So all you men out there looking for, like, a, a local Hawaii girlfriend or a wife, you better not mess up with them because... The ladies in their lives, they're going to kill you. I mean that. <laughs> anyway, um, Mikey from Oahu. Mikey. Mikey. So it's me and the boys get fish in the freezer from past weeks and taco. Octopus. 
My wife them making wontons, cake noodles, kaoyuk. My cousins bring my my cousins bringing chopstick. My neighbors bringing pinak bit and dinuguan. So for those of you who are like alien to the language I just spoke, Mikey and his friends I I gather are divers and fishermen. So they already got their fish. It's in the freezer from fishing the past or diving or laying net, you know, fishing net the past few weeks. And, and it's all in the freezer. They just got to tie it out and cook it. And his wife is making like dumplings, cake noodles. Kaoyuk is like a pork dish. It's kind of like braised pork with, um, you know, Chinese spices usually. Um, and... Pinak bit is like a like a stew kind of a Filipino kind of stew. It's got like veggies, pork. Some people don't put pork in there, but sometimes there's like baby shrimp in there, the ebe shrimp, and fish sauce, patis. Uh, what else? And dinuguan. That's like the hog blood stew. Yeah, that's erotic, exotic, all in one, folks. All right, so let's go down to uh, the Big Island. The Big Island. Keoni from Kona. <laughs> Says, we're going butcher one. Speaking of pigs and boars and butchering, we're going butcher one wild boar and grill them over Kiavi. And then we get opihi, choke chili pepper water, mac salad, kimchi. Neighbors making Filipino food and one neighbor making some Samoan lao laos. Or Japanese auntie making butter mochi. I like cry, Keone. That's beautiful, man. That's some beautiful lyrics right there. This should be a song. Just those words is beautiful. Uncle Ron, like cry. Beautiful. Especially the last part when he says your Japanese auntie making butter mochi. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful, Keone. So beautiful. And your neighbors bringing Filipino food. I like cry. Okay, so this one comes from a brother on Maui. Wade from Maui. Okay, he can't even spell. Wade, man, he needs spell check, bro. Uncle Ronnie, what's up? We get the Grimes, Uncle Ron. Okay, see, Wade, it's called Grinds. You put Grimes. You know what grime is? It's like dirt. We get the grime. So you got the dirt or you got grinds? I believe you meant grinds. G-R-I-N-E-S. All right. So <laughs> we get pork and peas, lechon, pancit, kalua pork, chicken heka. Oh, I like cry. Chicken heka. <laughs> Meat june, tomahawk ribs, mac salad. And we made our own goody goody. So we got another brother from Maui, Ariel from Maui. He says, I got to work, bro. <laughs> Just like that, he's like, hey, man, I bum out. I got to work, bro. Period. Okay, Ariel, relax, cuz. Okay, okay. Uh, so we, okay, this is Ariel. I got to work, bro. Period. So we're going to make potluck. My wife going to make beef curry. And the others will bring pork adobo. I like cry. Pancit. 
I cry. So beautiful, man. Chow mein, lumpia. Oh, my God. I crying, bro. That's beautiful, too, man. You and poet also, bro. Fried rice. Pizza. Nah, who bringing the pizza? Who this guy bringing the pizza? Come on. Nah, nah, nah. Pizza's good. Count your blessings. The This person's bringing something, right? Nah, nah. I was just joking. Whoever's bringing the pizza, God bless them. Okay. Uh, One pot pho. Pho. It's not pho. It's pho. Uh, chicken, papaya. Oh, man. I like cry. You know, I haven't had chicken papaya for like a long time. Man, that's like awesome. Anybody out there knows any Filipinos out there or anyone that's local from Hawaii that makes chicken papaya soup? They make it for you. That's going to be your best friend for life. Especially all you local. Oh, well, any guy out there. if Any single dude and you meet up with like any local chick from Hawaii that makes you chicken papaya. That's love, man. And that's just love, man. But check this out. Ariel guys getting Roselani ice cream for dessert. I'm crying, man. It's so beautiful. Custard pie. <laughs> I love custard pie. Eggs. I love eggs. Bibinka. <laughs> Says it right there, folks. Bibinka. Bibinka. I love bibinka. All right. Anyway, Jordan in Seattle. Us guys going full on Chinese. Just the boys for the Super Bowl. Our wahinis going to do something else. We are going to have four walks going in the garage. Let's just say anything can be made. We are going to just improvise. We got the proteins. We just have to pick it up on Saturday. Prep it and the veggies and sauces and beers. We got the sauces from sweet, umami, hot spicy, any kind. We're going to have fun playing chefs because we have no clue what we're doing. Now this part, Jordan. Um, <laughs> at least you're honest, bro. You have... we, we Here's, we we gonna we gonna have fun playing chefs because we have no clue what we're doing. Let Uncle Ron give you guys one tip, some advice, Jordan. Make sure you guys got like um, you guys know uh, how to operate the the propane tank. You know, get to know the parts of the the propane tank and the hoses, the connections, the regulator. You know all that stuff. Um, have a fire extinguisher close by and have 911 at the ready. I don't want to see you guys burn your house down. Be careful, man. Uh, but still, I wouldn't mind dropping in, uh, dropping in on you guys, man. Sounds like you guys are going to improvise and you got some good stuff. Yeah, in Seattle, too, bro. Wow. Okay, so Brandon. Brandon in Vegas. <laughs> now, this brother right here is like right up my alley, man. Short and sweet. Look at, look at this. He says, I don't like cook. Excla exclamation mark. I don't like cook. No, it's like, I don't like cook. Exclamation mark. Uh, or exclamation point. Uh, my, my friends don't like cook. So we, we are going to some Super Bowl parties that we were invited to. That's how. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be cooking and cleaning up. Right? 
to Brandon. Right on. So uh, that's I had some more messages, direct messages and emails, but that's that's all I'm going to read. I'm going to carry on. Let me check my time, man. Okay, my brothers and sisters, my Hawaiians and Hawaiians at heart. Ho onanea. Ho onanea. Relax, quiet your mind, be at peace. If anyone is suffering depression, I urge you to talk to someone if you haven't already. Nothing wrong with talking about your problems or issues. And all you local brothers, listen up. Listen to Uncle Ron, Brother Ron. You are not lesser of the man you are for seeking counseling. You are not lesser of the man you are for seeking counseling if you need to talk about whatever issue you're facing. All right? So I know all the men out there, the kane, you guys are macho, you guys stop. Man, I don't like talk to nobody, bro. I not want panty. Man, I not want panty, bro. I not want, you know, I not want wahini, bro. You know, I, I'm strong. I got to be strong. I got to be tough. You know, tough. No need to talk about my problems. You know, you know what? If you got something on your mind, brothers, go talk to somebody. All right? Because Uncle Ron, Brother Ron, last year, 2022, I lost two friends, two suicide. I mince no words, man. That's what they did. They committed suicide. And they ain't around no more. And I seen these two brothers like maybe a month before they did the deed. So suicide ain't nothing funny, man. Depression is not funny, all right? So anybody out there, anyone, you guys thinking about ending it all, don't, man. So if you are not right in the head, you need to you need to tune up, right? Like like your dirt bike, your dirt bike, uh, your four by four, it's running bad. You tune it up, right? Okay. So if you have anything in your mind that is weighing you down, you know, you need to talk to someone trusting. You know, valao, no shame. Seriously. Uh, so if you or anyone shows uh, signs of suicide, please call just three numbers nine eight eight. Uh, it is the Suicide Crisis Line, and they are open 24-7, 365, and they are capable of communicating in various languages. Uncle Ron slash Brother Ron loves you. That's me, RS. I love you guys. So please, if you are down and out, there is people that care. Again, 988, only three numbers to remember, and it is there for you, all right? Promise me you guys going to get some help. All right, so shout-outs. Uh, I want to send a shout-out to all the hardworking people in the first responder business, our Maui firefighters and rescue units, all the law enforcement branches that deals with the Maui Police Department, all of the ocean safety personnel, EMTs, and emergency room doctors, nurses, and technicians, to the teachers and coaches that help our keiki Developing our young to become responsible adults. If no one is thanking you, Uncle Ron, Brother Ron is. So thank you, people. May God keep all of you safe. And I love all of you out there for doing your job, man. If nobody says it, me, right? So today's topic is going to be difficult people. Yeah, <laughs> difficult people. You know, how do you deal with difficult people? How are you, how, oh, <laughs> how do you deal with difficult people? Or are you someone that is difficult to deal with? I'm almost 60 years old and I'm already becoming that grouchy old man. That's me, moi. 
I'm becoming that grouchy old dude. So anyway, so <laughs> I sometimes just speak my mind at people who just are like who are just idiots, you know, right? I just tell them, "Yeah, you're an idiot," and I walk away. <laughs> but let's not snap. Let's not snap. Let's uh, be understanding. I know it's difficult. It's hard, right? But uh, breathe slowly and deep, like your Shaolin Temple masters. Be one. Be in the now. Don't have anything that will hinder you. Hindering or hindrance. You don't need that. So don't think about it. So anyway, so uh, you're dealing with a difficult boss, right? Dealing with a difficult coworker, right? Right? I think we all had those before. You might be having that experience now. Dealing with a difficult neighbor. <laughs> we all had that before, right? guy playing his like guitar really loud right yeah he's like they're having an orgy next door real loud and they are ugly uh dealing with the difficult anyone at any time at anywhere right like uh maybe you're trying to park your car at long's drugs or something right and somebody's cut in front of you and takes the stall and uh, they just kind of blow you off and you want to like get an axe out of your toolbox and chase them uh, so, so how do you handle difficult people without flipping our wig? So how do we handle difficult people without flipping our wig or losing our you-know-what? All right. Okay, so let me, let me, so hold on. Um, all right, what time is it? Okay, I got time. I got time. All right, so difficult people, all right, difficult people. They're just difficult because they can be, right? They, they're just difficult because they can be. By the way, before I get on difficult people, long time ago, long time ago, I used to be a difficult person and I had an attitude problem because I was kind of like a rebel. And these things right here, these, this, these, these things right here are called drumsticks. Let me see. Right here. Right? Right? Not chopsticks, although you could use them for chopsticks. <laughs> They're drumsticks. And I used to be in a hard rock band a long time ago, long time ago. And we used to play in the garage. And we were loud. I mean, the cops used to come all the time to tell us to shut up. But then we kind of said, well, you know, we're not playing when people are sleeping. I think we have the right to. And back in the day, um, there was some kind of law that was like, because we practiced like 1 in the afternoon to like 2.30 in the afternoon. And I guess that time, it was kind of like, it was like a gray area. Like the cops would come and seriously, they, they would tell us shut up, but they would let us play. In other words, hey, Ron, can you just shut up? And we'd say, yeah, but it's in the middle of the day, man. It's like nighttime or too early in the morning, right? But then some guy across the street used, used to be like a, like a really, like, he just hated me and my friends because he played like really loud music. I, and at that time, we were thinking, what's wrong with that? We're just playing loud music. What's wrong with you? Don't you like 
loud music. Don't you like hard rock music with my guitar playing, my guitar player playing like really loud? He's got his Marshall amp going like one million decibels. What's wrong with you? You don't like us? You know, I had a I had an attitude problem when I was younger. You know, in my early twenties, right? I thought I was hot crap. Just walk around with a chip on my shoulder. Look at my name. Yeah, you know, blank you, man. Blank you, man. I'm in a rock band, man. <laughs> so I was the difficult person in the neighborhood. Seriously. And then as I got older, as I got older, I was like, oh, man. That guy that used to hate my guts, I be I'm becoming him because I hate this other guy that was playing drums up the street. I was like, man, what's his problem, man? Does he have to play this loud at one, one in the afternoon? That's when we used to play. <laughs> It's amazing how, how you know, the tables turn when you get older. But nah, I mean, you know, I was the difficult guy back then, right? Playing loud. Instead of, like, muffing my drum set, I, like, just leave it wide open, right? <laughs> my friends could hear me down the street. They go, hey, Ryan, man, the drum sounds solid, brah. Dude, bro, you're ripping some Van Halen, right? You and your band, you guys. But the chick singers, the chick, the chick singers flap. I guess, okay, that's why we're practicing. Don't you understand why we rehearse? Because we need to get better. Her flat voice needs to be better. Hence, we practice at 1 in the afternoon to about 2.30 in the afternoon. What's wrong with that, right? But my friends down the street, man, like like 30 houses down the road, they could hear us. And they're cool. They say, all right, Ron, you guys practicing, man. That's awesome, man. That is cool, man. That's awesome. You know what I mean? So... But how do you deal with difficult people? How do you? I mean, what, what can you do? You know, like um, when I was the difficult person, the guy that hated my guts was like just two doors down across the street. He was like a, this German chef. And he was like weird, man. But um, he would come over once in a while and just flip me off and tell me shut up. <laughs> and I used to flip him off right back. I go, hey, man, Schnell, Schnell. I don't know what I was talking about. <laughs> I was like, hey, Colonel Clink, get back to your yard, man. If I take these sticks and you know what, shove it up your blank. But no, I was the guy with the attitude, man. You know, I, I, was, the, I was the punk rocker kid that everybody hated, you know. Man, that guy's too loud. But some neighbors didn't like me or, or they were afraid of me because, you know, I... I had some freaky looking friends that used to come over that looked like Charles Manson. But they're nice guys, but they just look like Charles Manson, you know? <laughs> and the chicks look like Charles Manson's like lovers, right? Yeah, let's not mess with that Filipino guy. He's got he's got some weird friends. They might chop us up at night. <laughs> no, but so how you deal with um uh, intensely, intensely. What's that? That's not, that's that's not the that's not the word. But how do you deal with like um supreme difficult people, like the supreme, the cream of the crop, difficult people in your life, like neighbors, bosses, whatever. Okay, let's talk about bosses. How many? How many of you are dealing right now with a difficult freaking boss? Like you just want to like. Put rat poison in his freaking coffee, right? Just want to put. And this guy's. I don't like this guy. Hey Jim, you got some rat poison? 
is turn off the cameras and let's at least his coffee. <laughs> I mean, I'm just joking. You shouldn't kill anybody. I was just being facetious. Is that the right word? I'm trying to sound intelligent. Anyway, um, no, but if you're dealing with a difficult boss, man, you know, you get a difficult boss. It's, you know, it's not easy to go to work when you have a difficult boss, you know, especially one that like micromanages and, you know, nitpicks, right? Call you names. That's not good. It's not good for morale, right? I mean, I know this one story, right? This is, this is, okay, if you're, you're a boss, you got to watch what you do because, I mean, a long time ago, this was like when I was in high school. I was in high school, so um, this uh, Hawaiian kid, he was like um, same age as me, but he was like uh, a grade below me. This big Hawaiian kid. He was from Oahu. <clears throat> Excuse me. He was from Oahu, right? And um, he had a job in Lahaina. And, um, you know, back in the day, it was like, it was more like hardcore. Like, you did something, it might go on the Maui news because there's no Facebook back, time, that, back then. There's no social media. It's like, you know, word of mouth, right? Hey, you know, something, has, so, something happened to so-and-so. Really, right? And then the story changes. Not like now, if you go on Facebook or Instagram, you kind of get the real story, almost. Even if it's fake, you get the real fake. Everybody gets the same story. It's not embellished. Because you can't because it's in print already. Or it's, you know, it's already like recorded, whatever. But back in the day. So anyway, I heard this story of this one dude I knew. And um, he was working in a restaurant. And he had a difficult boss from what I understand. I talked to him later and he goes, ah, nothing happened. I go, yeah, that's not what I heard. <laughs> that's not what I heard, dude. So he was working at a restaurant. And we were in high school still. I was like a senior. He was like a junior. And he was uh, like a cook guy because he was big and he liked to eat. So he was, he was like a cook. And I was cooking in high school too. I was cooking. But I wasn't cooking at the same restaurant as he was. He was like a different one. But um, the story has it where uh, I think the chef told him something and called him a name. And this dude's huge. I think he picked up the chef and threw him against the wall. <laughs> and he was fired. But... um. He said, "Hey man, you know, you know, like where I live, you do this crap, you get your, you know, you get your, you get your blank, blanked up. <laughs> I can't say the say the words that I wanna, cause this is a family show. But he he, the story goes, he picked up the chef and flew him against the wall, <laughs> cause the the chef gave him crap, right? And he don't want to take crap. Some people, you know, they can take crap, but some people can't." Uh, I'll say it again, folks. Some people can take crap and some people can't. So you have to be a little wise here in life. And always think, I better watch what I say to people because they might not take what I say and I might get my, my rear end kicked. So this dude picked up the guy and flew him against the wall and he lost his job. But, that you know, I was just thinking about that guy. You know, difficult bosses can ruin your day. Maybe ruin your life. <laughs> so how do you deal with difficult boss? I, I mean, there's some stories I hear from like women, right? And um, in fact, one of my friends, uh, a lady friend, just recently, in fact, she moved to the mainland, 
right? And so she had to get a job, and she did. And uh, one of the bosses, not her immediate boss, but one of the bosses within the the business, it's like a hospitality business, if you will. Hotel was uh, 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 she uh, she went out with some friends, and he was there, and they they got to talking, and she wasn't into the dude, but she I guess he was into her, and started to uh, you know ask her out and hang out, and she hung out with the guy. She should have known better. She's been around the block a few times. Like, many times. Come to think of it, many, many times she's been around the block. No, I take that back. She's been, she been around the block many, 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 many times. No, I take that back. She's been around the block many, 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 many times. So she should have known better. She hung out with the guy, and the guy was all in love with her, and um, tried to like, like uh, you know, like keep her like it locked up in the house. Freaky, yeah, freaky man. I tell you what, man, that's a freaky, yeah, freaky stuff. So there's difficult people that can be dangerous bosses um, within a company you work with. You never know who you who you're working with, you know. Like, um, here's the thing. Here's the thing. All you ladies out there, mostly ladies, right? Or other. I have to watch what I say. You know, I have to say the correct things these days. All you ladies or other. I say that out of respect. I don't want to get sued right now. You gotta be careful because if you're dealing with someone difficult and, and they keep being difficult, I don't know. That's a tough one. If you need the job, you need the job. You can't just get up and quit. But you got to be careful. Be, you know, put your foot down. And if you have a partner, because I can't say, you know, I got to watch what I say. But if you have a lover or a partner that cares about you, you know, ask them, hey, come to me. I'll come with me when I go to work. Come with not come to me, but come with me going to work and show some force. You know what I mean? Um stuff like that. I don't know, because there's some weird people out there, you know? And and I'm not I don't want to tell you anything and you're gonna get in trouble, but you know you gotta protect yourself. Enough said, right? And you take that, protect yourself to whatever level, whatever level you want to uh you know, take to protect yourself. I'm not saying, I'm not saying you got to get a knife or you got to get a gun. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not protecting myself. Don't want to get in trouble telling you guys to what to do, but I'm just saying, protect yourselves. Really protect yourself from difficult people. And if, it's, if difficult people is your boss, your boss is difficult, then you got to watch out. You got to be careful. And, you know, Watch for the signs. I mean, you know, this this guy or this lady or whoever it is, they're into you. That can be freaky, I imagine, right? I mean, I, I was never a boss. I was never a boss where um, 
where I, I had the power to be like, um, you know, giving people crap. But I'm just saying, uh, got to watch out. You have to kind of strategize, you know. Like, you know, uh, you know if, if something's happening at work, like your boss is maybe belittling you, disrespecting you or whatever, you know, or just rude. You got to go get some help with that. You know, talk to the HR, uh, you know, your uh, human resources, if you will, and talk to them and talk to somebody. But, you know, whatever you do, if you have, if you're dealing with a difficult boss, you know, don't, uh, from what I understand from talking to psychologists, is not to, uh, you know, badmouth your boss to anyone. Kind of like, you know, you know your boss is difficult or whoever. You know, don't blab it out on social media nowadays or telling friends because, you know, your friends could be that little birdie that tells someone else who becomes a little birdie and, you know, such starts to chirp what you've said and that goes to that person that is being difficult, right? And then, you know, all hell can break loose. Kind of want, it'll, it'll be like, hey, if you got something to say to me, you say it to my face. Don't go telling everybody and then, you know, you're giving me a bad reputation. And what can happen too from the experts telling me this. So if you're dealing with a bad boss, you're talking bad bosses uh, or bosses that give you a bad time. So if you badmouth your boss somehow, some way, you know, that person can turn around and, you know, get you for like, I don't know, may maybe like defamation of character or something like that. You never know. So so be professional. It's, you know, at work, uh, be professional. I know sometimes you just want to like get an axe and like, you know, bash his head in or her head in. But you don't want to do that. You want to get violent. You know, I think about stuff like that sometimes. You know, if you guys could hook up a monitor to Uncle Ron, Brother Ron's head, because I have an anger problem. I do. And I'm learning. I'm learning to like chill. I snap real fast. So sometimes, you know, my friends, my friends tell me, Ron, just take a deep breath. Just relax. Don't say nothing. But then... <laughs> I'm not going to say nothing. Like, I'll just chill out. Like, sorry. I'm going to be quiet. Take a deep breath. <sighs> you know, just be like a, you know, those Buddhist monks, right? Just, just be like water. Just be like water and the air, you know. I can, but my mind is thinking, get the axe. <laughs> my mind is thinking, Ron, get the freaking axe and just axe his head. Just brush his head in. No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. Okay, I'm just being real. I'm just being real. Uncle Ron, I, I'm not perfect. I'm a Christian. I believe in God. And sometimes, man, I, I'm working on my anger. So if I, I can tell you that, then you can work on whatever issues you have. Okay? So Uncle Ron, being honest with all of you, all of you out there, all of you, got to work on my anger. 
trying to, you know, it's trying to work on my anger. It's really hard. Sometimes I just think about getting that axe and just axing somebody's head. Um, but I'm just saying, like you're difficult people, man. You gotta be. You gotta log stuff down. It's been difficult bosses. We're talking about difficult bosses, right? Difficult bosses. Let's say uh, on February six at ten thirty six a.m. You guys had a, a, a company meeting, and your boss belittled you in front of the whole department, the whole team. And everyone was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, Karen. Karen, the boss just dissed you, Karen. Oh, my God. What are you going to do? And this is what you got to do, Karen. Maybe not Karen. Let's change her name to Sophia. That's a nice, cute name. Not Karen. Sophia. Okay, Sophia. Sophia. Oh, my God. Sophia. The boss just made you look bad in front of everyone. Sophia needs to get her iPhone or Samsung, whatever. Get the notes. Oh, sorry. <laughs> hey, it's still on. Thank God. Sometimes I hit the microphone, it turns off. But anyway, Sophia should be, you know... Pick, 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 making a note on her smartphone like the date, the time, and what was said and who witnessed it. Alright? So in in the future, you know, do th- I'm, what I'm trying to do is do things professional. I know some of you local sisters out there is listening to me and go, brother Ron, Uncle Ron, really? Uh-uh, uh-uh. I seen this mother blanker in the parking lot, brother. He's gonna get some, he's gonna get something coming. It's going to be in my hand, on his head, real hard. And we tell my old man here about this. Double whammy, brother. Hmm. <laughs> no, you don't want to make like that. No, make like that. No, no, make like that. No, no good. No, make like that. Okay, do not make like that. What, what you need to do, be professional and just, you know, jot things down, Sophia, talking to you, and everyone else, right? All of you are going to be Sophia right now. Take the time to jot things down, you know. And then let's say he, he belittles you or he he's like defaming you again in the very same day, like maybe right before you clock out. Jesus, Sophia, you're so blah, blah, blah. You're so blah, blah. Everything about you, blah, 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 blah. And Sophia's like, oh, my God, I feel like crap. I don't want to work here anymore. No, Sophia, get your smartphone out, jot it down. 4.45 p.m. February 6th. He said this. Blah, 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 blah. Save it. No witness, but you know. Maybe you turn on your recorder. Nothing wrong with that. Put up, uh, Pull off some FBI, some CIA action. You got a recorder on your phone. You just turn it on and record it. You record it. And then when it's time to take him down, you got yourself all the material you need. That's right, to take him down. Get him out of the business. Get him out of the uh, department, if you will. You know what I'm saying? But no, dealing with difficult people, getting serious. It is serious because uh, if it, it, it ruins bad bosses. You know, people like that, they ruin morale. They bring t- things down. People can't function. They they might w- walk on eggshells and can't be productive. And that guy's stressing you out, right? And everybody's making mistakes because 
this dude is stressing him out. So what you really need, you know, you need is that dude that um I knew in high school that flew the chef against the wall. He didn't give a crap. You need some somebody like that in your your department. You know, just kind of set somebody straight as like, hey, hey, Byron, Byron, come here. <laughs> you know, like Byron's like a six foot four X, X, offensive guard, right? What's that? You pissed off right now? Yeah. Okay, grab the boss and fly him against the wall. <laughs> all right. That means you're gonna lose your job. That's all right. Go ahead, man. You know, you need somebody to like rough somebody. Nah, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. You can't have violence. Uncle Ron, brother, I'm just getting I'm just getting silly. You can't do that. But, you know, take notes when things happen. And if it gets real bad, I mean if if you know, if some if a boss abuses you, like touches you, that kind of stuff, turn his ass in, turn his butt in, you know, sexual assault, whatever, don't be afraid. Call him out, man. You know, if you got friends you ladies or other or men too i guess nowadays right um or quit find another job you know i mean it's all i can say i mean i know times are hard sometimes you but find another job now when you're dealing with uh neighbors that's another story you know i heard of like nightmares hold on Oh, man, I'm running out of time. I'm talking too much. I'm not getting to the point. I need a podcasting guru coach. Um. Anyway, what was I talking about? Okay, I'm talking about... Now, if you got, like, uh, uh, neighbors, right? Neighbors that that's difficult to deal with. Now, that's a little harder, like, because you, you can't just pick up your stuff and move real quick. You know, it doesn't matter if you're renting or you own the place. Just the fact that you got a place and you got stuff in there. You can't just pick up your stuff and leave. Well, you can, but that's kind of hard. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> like, especially if you, you made home already and then the devil <laughs> the devil moves across the street and he's playing like his heavy metal drum set at, at 8 at night, right? And he's got a shotgun and he's cleaning his... AR-15s in the garage and stuff. You know, that's you know, that's hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? By the guy that has like a 57 Chevy and he's like a wannabe, a wannabe mechanic and he just can't get that car tuned up after like one year, like every night. He's like... It's like, dude, you were working on this thing for like almost a year, dude. Maybe you should give it to a real mechanic. But um, difficult people... Especially neighbors. That's a tough one. Um, I've known of people that sucked in their pride. And I'm not saying they came down to the devil's level. Right? But they uh, they sucked in their pride, took a deep breath, and made friends with them. You know? Say like in this case, you got a guy that, 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 uh, wannabe mechanic that can't get his car fixed like after a year you know 7 38 8 at night 7 38 at night he's just you know you know and, and you're just going nuts right man this guy can't even get it right and he can't even drive the car the car is like on jacks and all that in the garage for like a year almost you know 
But make friends with the guy. He goes, hey, man. Hey, Joe. How are you doing? More than likely, if you kill people with kindness, you know, treat them with kindness, they'll open up. You know? You know what I'm saying? You know, you ever done, you ever done that before? They, they kind of like, they do a 180. What? I'm like, I'm making loud noises with this 57 Chevy. This guy being nice to me. The guy from across the street. That guy, Ron. Uncle Ron. Brother Ron. So you go over there and, you know, say, hey, man. You know, don't bring alcohol because this is a family show. Like, maybe bring over, like, an apple pie or something. <laughs> or some Roslani ice cream. It's like, hey, Joe. Man, how's your car going? I like this car. You know, just kind of BS them a little bit, you know. Although you don't like that car. You just try to be friends with the guy. And next thing you know, you guys are telling jokes. You know, you guys have each other over for, like, barbecues and stuff. You become good friends. And next thing you know, he's going to go, hey, Ron. Ah, no, man, I'm not going to work on the car, man. I don't want to bother you guys. See how it works? I'm not saying it's going to be 100% that's going to work. But it can work. Being at peace. You know what I'm saying? Being peaceful and showing respect for the other person. That could work. Or how about the, the neighbor that... um. He's a pyromaniac. He's in the backyard with like a flamethrower all the time. Like just burning bushes, right? And and he's like a cycle. He looks at you like, yeah, I'm going to burn your house next. But, you know, make friends with the guy. I'm not trying to be funny. Sounds like I'm trying to be a comedian, right? But no. Go over there and say, hey, hey, Jimmy, what, what model flamethrower do you have that? Is that a marine issue, World War II? Was that an army issue? Afghanistan or something? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about wars. What the hell do I know? But, you know, I'm just trying to make an example, right? So I bet you anything he'd, he'd open up. Oh, this year, flamethrower? I got this at a swap meet. You want to try it, Ron? Yeah, don't mind if I do, Jimmy. And, you know, next thing you know, you guys you guys are buddies. You guys talking flamethrowers, but you know, you're not going to burn the house down because safety first. He believes in safety. Little did you know, although he's burning the brush and it's catching fire, acres burning, you know, acres are burning. Fire department's there, like the whole battalion with helicopters and water dropping fire retardant because of him. He's thinking safety. Little did you know, although he burned, you know, acres, he's thinking of safety. So he's okay. He just burned a lot of acres, but he's thinking safety. At least he's thinking safety. So, you, you know, bring him an apple pie, <clears throat> some orange juice or something. Maybe he's a diabetic. Give him water or don't give him the apple pie. But I'm just saying, folks, you, you know, th my whole podcast is uh, being at peace. So if you, 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 uh, you come across somebody that's difficult, kill him with kindness. Get to know him. I know it's hard. Like you just want to get an axe out of your trunk and smash the guy in the head. <clears throat> Excuse me, but you can't do that. You, you kill him with kindness. Be at peace. And that's all I gotta say right now, folks. Super Bowl Sunday is a week away, and um, I'm just shooting from the hip tonight. And again, my camera is going on and off, off and on. It can't read the colors. I need a new camera. But, you know, episode 34, RSB at peace, talking about difficult people. 
dealing with difficult people is hard, but just try and be the person that takes the high road, right? Don't don't be like me thinking about getting the axe from the trunk or, you know, the bow and arrow and try to shoot the guy. But um, nah, be at peace. That's the best way to to approach it. Even if the guy next door is, you know, talking real loud, you know, maybe he's deaf. You never know until you get to know him. So anyway, so if you're dealing with difficult people, take the high road because if you take the low road, you could be the one that can get in trouble and he's going to or he or she is going to get the last laugh. So watch your backs. You know, be safe all you ladies and or other ladies or other be safe. Um you can smell a rat. Don't hang around rats. You sense danger. Don't hang around those people, right? And Super Bowl Sunday is coming up. Thanks to the people that emailed me on what they're going to have for Super Bowl Sunday as far as food is concerned. I just want to say to all my Hawaiians in Hawaii and the Hawaiians at heart in Hawaii, Hawaiians at heart all over the world, especially in Washington State, Oregon State, California, other parts of the mainland. If you're listening, I love you guys. If you guys need help with your mental issues, don't be afraid to get help. All right, go talk out your uh, issues with someone. Talk to your doctor if it's really bad. Your doctor can lead you to the right counseling. All right, so there's nothing wrong with trying to get help with your, your 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 mental state. You know, get your mind strong again, and take care of yourself and learn to love yourself. That's that's number one. Take care of yourself, learn to love yourself. You know, it's okay to talk to yourself. You know, if you gotta build up confidence or something, talk to yourself and whatnot. But love yourself. All right, and again, if you guys are thinking about suicide. Dial that number. Three digits. That's all it is. 988. 988. The operators are there 24-7, 365. They are capable, capable of communicating in different, uh, various languages for people. All right? Again, Uncle Ron, Brother Ron, and just saying aloha to all of you. God bless you. Until the next podcast, you guys be safe.